You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. This is Morning Breath. It's a beautiful Thursday, the 3rd of February. And we're glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us on Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. What do I mean by that? I mean, well, we read a chapter of the Bible, do a morning devotion. That's the way I do it in the morning. You can do it at night. doesn't matter when you do it, whatever works for you. Read this chapter, spend some time in there, ask the Lord to speak to our hearts through it. And then I and a co-host come down to the Morning Breath Studios here in the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, and we read the chapter on the air, and then we, we don't compare. We don't know which way we're going. We basically just say, Lord, wherever you breathe mm-hmm. on a verse or whatever you point out to us as we read it this morning, live on the air, that you would then just help us and, and, and speak to our hearts. And so that's how we do it. My co-host today is Pastor David Gaiman. How are you doing, Pastor David? I am doing great. I am so excited. I love the book of Proverbs. I do, too. It is incredible. Um Man, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about in this chapter. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, I really this 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 is where I started with my daily devotions as a brand new Christian, reading one of these a day. Wow. A lot of Christians do, mm-hmm. or at least they did back in the day, and it's set up really cool because there's 31 of them. You can read, you know, on the first, the first right through mm-hmm. the 31st, and so it does mean a lot to me. And Morning Breath was really kind of born out of that reading a chapter for a day. That really fits with Proverbs and kind of where, our, you know, Morning Breath came out of my background and that kind of thing. There are so many great ways to study your Bible today. It's so many great tools out there that it's a different mm-hmm. world than when Morning Breath started. But, you know, it is how and, and where and why we started Morning Breath. So. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, a, a, a great way to stay in contact with us and, and stay up to speed with what we're doing i mean obviously you know one way because you're listening to us right now but if you're <laughs> on the radio and you don't know the, the other ways one is this go to our webpage. you'll be able to see um the morning breath tab click on that you'll be able to see the chapters we've we're going into chapters we've gone into be able to listen to episodes of the podcast of the radio what's, program what's the address of the web it's eccc.us cool Go right there. You'll be good. They'll take care of you. Also, get the app or anything East Coast mm-hmm. Christian Center. That's get right. the app. You'll be able to know the events we have going on, groups. We, we just launched groups a week ago. Yeah. It's going to be incredible to, to plug in, have community that way, the locations where we have services. But you know what, too? Another great thing is just follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You'll be able to um, stay in contact. Uh, or just call a church, 321-452-1060, and we'll be able to take care of you. Yep, and so we'll send you out a, a list of the chapters where we're going to be. Since we're out of our devotion that we do at the first of the year, we're kind of going to track for a while, you know, one chapter after another, so it's a little easier to keep track of it. But we are glad you're here today, and we're going to get right into it after just a couple quick things. One is we have a leadership training starting tonight mm-hmm. from 7 to 9. It's in uh, conjunction with East Coast Christian University. And it is leadership training for every walk of life. So everybody leads, even if you're only leading your own life. Come and on. Proverbs has a lot to say about when you lead your own life well and when you don't lead your own life well. But if you're just leading yourself, you should grow in your leadership skills. Come on. And it's free and it's available to anyone. It's going to be in the avenue which is uh, a smaller campus next to 
the Merritt Island campus uh, that is on Courtney. So if you turn down Richland, you can even cut through our parking lot to get there. It's a beautiful facility. Pastor David actually runs that campus on mm-hmm. Sunday mornings. It's a, a beautiful sil- facility and a great place to learn. We'd love to have you there. Uh, just give the church a call at this point. It's, if it's you're right down to the day. Uh, and get signed up. All you have to do is let them know you want the leadership class, 321-452-1060, and they'll get you signed up, and it'd be a great thing for you to do. All right, here we go. You Come ready? to church. Yep. So then you're going to take the first 15, I and i take the rest of the chapter. So, Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. This is chapter 11, a New King James Version of Proverbs. Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride comes, then comes shame. But with the humble is wisdom. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, but when the wicked perish, there's jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He who is surety for a stranger will suffer, but one who hates being surety is secure. Mm. A kind-hearted woman gains honor, but a ruthless, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Those who are kind benefit themselves, but the cruel bring ruin on themselves. A wicked person earns deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness reaps a sure reward. Truly the righteous attain life, but whoever pursues evil finds death. The Lord detests those whose hearts are perverse, but he delights in those whose ways are blameless. Be sure of this. Wicked will not go unpunished, but those who are righteous will go free. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. The desire of the righteous ends only in good, but the hope of the wicked only in wrath. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. People curse the one who hoards grain, but they pray God's blessing on the one who is willing to sell. Whoever seeks good food finds favor, but evil comes to one who searches for it. Those who trust in their riches will fa- will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. Whoever bring whoever brings ruin on their family will inherit only wind, and the fool will be a servant to the wise. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and the one who is wise saves lives. If the righteous receives their due on earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner? Amen. Amen. 
So you had a, a thought. I know that it kind of slipped out as we were getting ready to do the program on what this chapter is all about. What was a what was that thought? It's that there's a word that's used in here besides the word but because <laughs> it you know a lot of what proverbs are is this is good but this is bad. It it that's just one of those things that proverbs does a lot. But there is kind of a, a theme in this chapter that that you mentioned. What was it? Righteousness. Yeah. The it's, righteous. It's a big deal. He's definitely giving a, a parallel of two paths. Yes. And it's almost like you could go back and go back to the Garden of Eden in Genesis 1 and talk about the tree of life. And then um, you talk about, you know, the the other options now that are there which is like our own will and you know the which we now know is a knowledge of good and evil and mm-hmm. like here it's like you kind of see like the further development of those choices that 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 come to play and it's crazy how 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 they weigh out how they weigh out for sure you know you could put that in i wrote down this chapter i just above it i put contrast compliments comparisons mm-hmm. we could also put in their choices and have a fourth Oof. c yeah in the, in that list and contrasts are where where it shows a contrast between what a godly life or a life with the righteousness of god in it looks like and a life that doesn't have it in there or hey if you do something really good the bible's you know if righteousness is super valuable just complements it and then other places, there's comparisons that, well, you compare this behavior with that behavior, which one is the one that leads to life, and then which one are you going to choose then becomes the mm. next thing. I know for me, as a, as a guy who's been saved a long time, I, I think back to where I was at. I, I, there were times I wanted to choose right, but it just seemed like I couldn't before I was saved. Well, it just yeah. seems like wow. I my, my whole makeup even though I knew it was wrong and I wanted to do the right thing, I ended up doing the wrong thing anyway. Man, that is that is true. That's even true right now for me. Like, you well, know, something about uh, Paul in Romans. Uh, Romans about that. seven, he <laughs> unpacks that. But he even personifies um sin in Romans seven. And 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 kind of the reason he does is because he wants you, and this is important to know for Proverbs eleven, is now this word righteous, which Solomon is writing, but the word of God is true. Yeah. It is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Now our righteousness is because our belief in Jesus Christ. Christ, yes. okay, where in yes. Solomon's time here, the righteousness was going to try to be earned or was a result of your actions, mm. okay? But now the result of our actions is because our belief is rooted in the righteous one, Come on. all right? So for, for me, all the book of Proverbs, uh, well, I, I don't want to speak too total, but Proverbs <laughs> is like, for me, when I go to somewhere and I walk through a metal detector, and uh, you know, unless it's the airport... I always try and get away with sneaking something through the metal detector. I do. I'll leave my phone in my pocket. What do you pocket. have? A pocket of paper clips. Uh, exactly. A pocket full of paper clips. I'll leave something what? that I know is metal. I don't care. I want to see how good the security is. I want to get... Well, if it pings, it's like, okay, what's going on? Proverbs, when you read it in your heart, if something pings, you need to ask what's going on. If he's talking about, you know, the righteous, and uh, you said talebearers, but mine said gossipers. Mm. You know, the talebearers, and it, and it gave a bad result, but then it talked about a trust. Verse 13, a yep. talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of faithful spirit conceals a matter. How's yours read? Mine reads on verse 13. It says, uh, a gossip betrays confidence, mm. but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. Beautiful. And... Man, if you're a gossip, ping, 
Okay, God, God's just saying, hey, listen, let's let's work on it. Let's let's talk about that a little bit right there. Because we, well, wanna... I mean, gossip. What is it? So a lot of times I see people um, try to explain away gossiping. Mm-hmm. Um, gossiping is a couple things about it. It might be something you concern idle talk. Mm. Uh, another way you might look at it is rumor, uh, especially when it's about another person's life. Uh, if you're talking about other people and it's not a compliment, it's not a, you know, and this is really dangerous in the church culture because we can do it with these sort of, I got air quotes here around, this, I'm going to pray for them, or yep. uh, this is, I only want good for them, but but we're still talking bad about them to somebody else to get somebody else to pray with us for them. Well, don't your prayers work? Why do you, you know, I mean, come on. Just be real careful with that. I mean, you go up to verse, I think, verse 9. How does that read in, in the NIV? Verse 9 right here in the NIV <clears throat> With their mouth, the godless destroy their neighbors, but through knowledge, the righteous escape. I think that's another gossip thing. You know, you destroy your neighbor with your mouth. How can you do that? Well, by telling your other neighbor. You know, they're a, you know, I don't know, uh, let's pick something stupid, a troll. Right. You know, did you know our new neighbor is a troll? You know, and they actually eat people for breakfast? Right. I mean, you know, something, I'm trying to take it way out of the range, right. range, range of what your neighbor might be. But, man, talking with your mouth, I mean, the last chapter we just did yesterday, chapter 10, we didn't really get into it. But it's just full of things about what we say and what's coming out of our mouth. It's so so powerful and it can be powerful in a positive way mm-hmm. or it can be powerful in a negative way i mean it says the crazy statement here by the blessing of the upright the city is exalted your your city's changed by what's coming your blessing coming out of your mouth mm-hmm. but it's overthrown by the mouth of the wicked and mm-hmm. that's the old you know, World War Two. you know, loose lips sink ships wow. because there were spies in America looking for Yeah, and you think about this. There's a, a ship going to take food, let's say, over to our soldiers in World War Two. And so you might think, well, I work for Hormel and we're we're making spam. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you live in Minnesota and you're up there in that little or that big Hormel factory. And then you tell one of your neighbors, yeah, we're a big shipment just went out yesterday. Well, now that submarine plots the course and the speed of that ship. Yep. Leaving from New York Harbor to go to England to bring food. And now they know approximately yep. where that ship's going to be in that mighty big ocean, which is really hard to find things on. But now, because you said something, loose lips sink ships. That's, we just, just got to guard, it, guard it our mouths. It is, because, you know, you could be talking about someone that's, you know, at your workplace. And what you've done now is there's now a negative connotation in other people's minds on that person that didn't mm. need to be there. You're mm. sinking their ship of their character, their reputation, their, you know, what could happen for them. I mean, like, so 
I, I love that we've we've started doing something at the end of the services at our locations, and it's just reading scripture over the people. I mean, you might throw back, call it like an old school benediction, but or you might call it even just a blessing. We call it a blessing, and uh, I love that from number six it says, you know, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turns his face towards you and gives you peace. And, you know, that word blessing, what comes in here, we, we see here about what the righteous does, how they're, they're a blessing, how, how um, it actually isn't just positive vibes. I know our culture has like <laughs> positive vibes, good vibes, positive thoughts. No, you're actually saying that you are going to speak over, like how the righteous, the upright in the city, like you're going to speak good over that person. You're going to believe good over that person. You're, gonna, you're going to put on them that they are close with the Lord Almighty. And it's not just a, hey, uh, thinking about you kind of thing, but it's a declaring that. And I, I believe as the people of God, um, we need to be doing that in our lives with our words because your words have power. And I believe in Proverbs actually says, life and death come from our words. Yeah, suppose Proverbs 18, <laughs> definitely life yeah. and death are in the power of the tongue, and, and the those f- that love it shall eat the fruit so I eat that. I'm always like, there's like this scene in, in, in one of the Marvelous movies, Spider-Man, and they quote a scripture, actually, I think it's like the Lord's Prayer or something, it's like Aunt May, and then Green Goblin comes in. Long story short, he's always like, finish it, finish what you were saying. And I always tell people when they say, life and death are power on the tongue, I'm like, but finish the verse. No. But finish the verse, because <laughs> the fruit of it you shall eat, is yeah. what it says. Yeah. And yeah. And I'm always cautious of that because I deal with so many young people and their identity is wrapped in words. And moms, dads, oh, I can't. I was, you know, I was going to say that next. Really? Go ahead, brother. Oh, you, okay. Well, no, no. I, do I it. can it tell just, you right now. Uh, what I was going to say next. Uh, at 41, me putting my arm around an 18-year-old and telling him I'm proud of him or telling her I'm proud of her can can do a lot more than what this world can offer. And the same with you, mom and dad, and the same with you, uncle, and the same with you, grandparent. Absolutely. Um, they need to hear that because they're staring at a world that they're constantly comparing their value to. And you can hand them a blessing. Yeah. It's, I mean, your words, mm-hmm. oh, I just, I've seen it. I've watched, as Pastor David has, I've watched people from the time they were two-year-olds to the time they were 42-year-olds mm-hmm. and seen what words have done to people. Come on. Either positive or negative. And it's so, so important. Yeah. And I actually am super grateful one time. This is a funny story. I don't know if Pastor Dan's going to laugh, but I Uh-oh. was just crossing 39. I'm 41 now. And... Um, and I was walking through the halls, and I'll never forget this because I always want to be a man that's like this. And my f- head was down, chin tight, kind of towards my chest, and it it really looked like like life had kicked me in the stomach. And Pastor Dan was passing me, and he like pats me on the chest, and he looks at me, and he goes, he goes, he goes, get that chin up, you know, encourages me, and it meant so much to me. But Pastor Dan didn't know that I had lost my reading glasses. <laughs> I know I had new pair of glasses on, so if I looked up, they were long vision. It would give me a headache. And oh, nice. But man, it meant. So so much to me that he was like, man, he, yeah. I was like, oh, praise God. And now when I see people too, I think of that moment with Pastor Dan, and I'm like, yeah, man, get that chin up, walk yeah. with that chin up. And you know, we don't, you don't always have to have the answers for somebody. You just need to let them know you're proud of them, and you're in the corner or you're in That's the right. fight with them. That's so. right. And you know, a, a lot of times there's a 30 things in their life they're not proud of, right? Um, but when somebody notices something that you are proud of and you commend them on them you know reward is repeated come on 
when you're rewarded for something, it's repeated. I mean, we go right back to Pavlov's dog and look at human <laughs> psychology, and you'll know that if you get your dog to ring a bell to go outside, but you give him a treat every time, your dog's going to ring the bell all the time, not because mm -hmm. he has to go outside and go to the restroom, but because he wants a treat. Come on. Reward is repeated. What you reward in your children, they will repeat. What you reward in the people around you will be repeated. And so it's just so important to let people know that you're proud of them, that things things are going good, and you're glad that you know they're on your team or whatever whatever you're dealing with at work, at home, especially with your children's mom and dad, because we do have to correct. Yes. yes. We do have to set the record straight with our children. It's a big deal when we're doing that with our kids. And so we have to sometimes work for and look for the good things to say about them and maybe even set them up for yeah. doing something right. Yeah. Instead of setting them up to see if they choose wrong, why don't you set them up to do something right and then reward it and commend it? Man. Man, it's a powerful, it's a powerful tool. So good. <clears throat> I want to clear up. I'm not clear up. I want to put an application to one of the scriptures here. It's <laughs> verse 15. It says, whoever puts security for a stranger will surely suffer, but whoever refuses to shake hands and pledge is safe. So you take this and then let's just say, let's just say your Bible study group just did um, the the parable of the uh, Good Samaritan. And you're like, well, wait a second. You know, I was a stranger and he put up safety for him and he paid the debt for him and he did this stuff for him. What's, what, what he's talking about here is know what you're able to do to help somebody before the emergency happens. Mm -hmm. I know I am not housing you. I will feed you. I will do what I can do to get you to safety. I know the means I preach at night, all right? 50 times a year I preach at night and when it gets cold, people that are needy that need shelter come in to the young adult service. I and I know how and the means I can safely get them help where I don't put them in danger nor do I put the congregation nor my family in danger. So it's not necessarily saying here uh you're all in or you're all out. It's saying know the method. And but who who refuses to shake hands and pledge is safe. Um, I want to encourage you with this is that um, my story with Jesus is it's is an entity is a thing it's a thing all right and i guard that and i and i make sure that i don't just partner with anybody that has come into my life on any means even if they're saying oh i'm a believer and i'm oh, this yeah, and i'm yeah. that you know i'm very particular over who prays over me because Absolutely. Uh, you know i'm very particular over not that i'm above it but because you know what i don't i don't go and pledge with people without knowing them and yeah and one of the other simple things it means is the the New King James uses the word surety. Mm -hmm. Don't co-sign on a loan with somebody. Come on. Unless, unless, please, I'm not saying throw out the scripture, but if someone I love and I care about and I, I'd be willing to just give them the money, hey, I've done some of that because Carol and I have just said, okay, we're just going to put that over there. We don't care if it ever comes back. Mm -hmm. We're just here to help and be the difference maker in this situation this far. And we do that. But don't get into loans with somebody else. Mm. It's not good for anybody. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church 
that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, my final thought, I'm just torn between two of them. They're, they're just so important and uh, powerful. I, I'm going to go with... Uh, go with the first one. There's quite a bit said in this chapter about sowing and reaping. Verse 6, the righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught in their lust. That's sowing and reaping in a different area. Yep. 
Um, but it really talks kind of about money in the last few verses. Verse 24, there's one who scatters, yet increases more. That, in other words, that says if you're really generous, more comes back to you. There's one who withholds more than is right, but leads to poverty. If you're stingy, seems like if you kept everything you got, you'd have more. But the Bible says uh, it doesn't always work that way. The generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. Then it says, the people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. And it's just this picture here of generosity that Proverbs 11 closes with that I just want to encourage you with. You know what? Um, If you have a choice to make a difference, always choose generosity. Come on. Always choose being kind with what you sow into something or someone's life. A generous decision is going to always be the right decision over a stingy decision. And I know you could argue, but don't. God bless you. Have a (laughs) great day. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.